Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And we said don't sleep on the offseason. We told you. We oh, told all of you, please I'm don't so- sleep. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't know. Off season? Off from what? Is it off? We're just. Nope. It's not off for us. Athens PD is taking it off because they can't suspend players in season. They're taking the time off. Oh, they can still. They can make some hay, though. You know, they can put. They can. They they are out there. They're out there working hard. Okay, spring break. Spring break is right around the corner. That (laughs) wasn't a challenge to you. Okay, don't take that and up your game more than you already have. It's 2020. They got a whole new year of quota to meet. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say? They got to profile more athletes, okay? Last year wasn't good enough. Let's profile more. Um, Um, Yeah, so... No no Odell Beckhams to to worry about, though, in Athens. So they don't have have quite as much to deal with. Although that police officer, proud alumni of Athens PD for trying to get an arrest warrant for... Odell Beckham for touching his hiney. Mm-hmm. He also he's, showed a lot of showed a lot of restraint to not beat the fool out of Odell Beckham in front of God and everybody. Well, well, everybody shows a lot of restraint every time they interact with Odell Beckham. Well, and they don't is, do that. That is true. Um, hey, if you're listening to the podcast, welcome. We're glad you're here on Locked On Network, Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about this week, in particular. The season that continues for the football team, the coaching it's changes. Not yeah, it's not, no, I see what you're saying. It's, I, thought you saying? Were t- I thought you thought you misspoke and we were talking about basketball, but you didn't. Now I see no, what I, you're doing there. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right on. Look, don't yeah, be, don't correct. be, don't be quick on the no, trigger. No, no, I'm sorry. This is this is your part of the show, Clint. I hate. Oh, to, I'm not trying to step on your toes. <laughs> look, look. When you get this into is your, your moment your, to shine. When this you get your... into your leave us a review, leave us a rating. You can contact us. I'm not going to interject. Okay, Daniel. All right. This is, you know what I I cede my time. I I formally apologize. Cue the music. Cue the Cue music. The music oh, we told you it was going to happen quick. We told you. Cue the music. Uh, we formally nope. apologize to a player not even on our team, and now we formally apologize to each other. This is, look, we just this is great. This is it's podcasting low. at Clint, its finest. Clint, are we professionals? Do we? Are we? Are we insiders? I don't feel like we need to say anything more. Uh, if nah. you do the podcast, you have gotten a taste. We have given you a moose booze, a, a a little. I'm so, a little. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I have to interject. You can't. You can't. You can't bring out your finger sandwiches and your brie and Gruyere hamburger uh, out here and try to try to just slide past the listeners. They're not standing for it, and I, the spokesman, the unofficial spokesman of the listeners of the of the everyman, that's who yes. I am on this yes. podcast. Uh, I won't. I just won't sit by while you amuse bouge us all the way to God knows what all. Like, I mean, are you thinking of relocating the podcast to California, Clint? Is that what you're wanting to do? <laughs> uh, no, Daniel. I would uh, nay. I would never. Never think of such a thing. However, sully you know, the good name of the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Like there's that. no sullying. I'm only bringing spice of life to this podcast. Uh, so yeah, if you're new, welcome. If you're a longstanding listener, you actually somehow find this charming, which we thank you for because our wives don't. So we do. We do. They said, please stop talking to us. We'll buy you this microphone. 
and we said just yes, let's do we'll just talk to each other uh we are glad you're listening we really do appreciate all of you out there there are uh, there are tons of you and we're really grateful uh to all of you if you're new to the show as clint said we really appreciate if you download subscribe and do all those things for us you just click the little button that doesn't hurt you it helps nope. us a bunch and so that's kind of a win-win uh, so if you could do that, that'd be great. If you really do like the show, you could leave us a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts. That's the place that tends to help us the most and helps people find the show. So if you like the show and you want other people to have things that they like, which is just common courtesy, um, really which which would indicate to us and to everyone that you are not, in fact, likely from California um, because you have some common courtesy. Because you have then, a soul? You could go ahead and just leave us a rate, a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That's great. If you want to get in touch with us to tell us how charming and witty we are or to give us ideas for the show, some feedback. we got a couple ideas coming in to the inbox. Um, thank mm-hmm. you for those. We're going to file them away. We're going to get to them um, when, when it's a slow news day, um, which I'm not sure when that's coming. That's but... <laughs> We've got some great ideas. If Kirby stops hiring people or recruiting people, then we will get to all those great off-season ideas that you've sent in. So, so, so about that. Um, but we always do welcome your ideas, your feedback, your thoughts, your insights. Uh, you can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We love to interact with you. Leave us a rating review, download, subscribe. Um, uh, we're going to be here all week today. We're talking about the basketball team. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk about um, the big news, the big hire, mm-hmm. um, the biggest hire of the offseason, the Todd Munkin hire. And um, so stick around for that but first clint the basketball team was in action this weekend can you confirm or deny that that Uh, is the case well i can confirm because record the win-loss record column has changed i cannot confirm that we were in action that is a that is a subjective term to use okay well that is fair we were animated like body parts were moving up and down the floor but yeah even that but i'll allow animated i suppose um, the score of the game was 91 to 59. I repeat, the score of the game was 91 uh-huh. to 59. So I should have so taken the, the over, is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> you should have taken the Mississippi State team total over. I'm, I'm sure of that. Um, it was a beatdown, Clint. Yeah. Of of absolute historic proportions. Um, this game was close with four minutes to go in the first half. When I turned it, it on f- and I got there, it was it was within a couple of possessions. A run here and there could have gotten us right over the top. Yeah, it was a four-point game. And then we went on a patented Georgia run to close out the first half. We were down by double digits at halftime. And then it got ugly. And when I say ugly, it got Ooh. really, really ugly. Clint, what stood out to you from the carnage? That was Saturday in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, two things stood out to me. One, how wrong I was. And two, how soft the underbelly of this team is, Daniel. And by soft underbelly... Soft is a good word. It is, it is soft. It is Doughboy-esque in its, in its ability to just get wiped out of the paint. Uh, we had no answer for rebounding, for toughness, for points in the paint, contested shots... Uh, everybody 
everyone was getting manhandled anywhere close to the rim. Rebounding and toughness are worth rebounding. Uh, you're using words like toughness and soft, and that's really rebounding comes down to hustle and toughness. I, I thought but, that's what they told me. But there's one other factor to rebounding, Clint, that perchance you've not thought of. What's that? Um, it's jumping. Oh. There, there were more than ten times in this game when a shot would go up and it would come off the rim and Donnell Gresham would be down there, I assume, trying to box somebody out. Sure. But people, he was he just standing on the floor. There were five Mississippi State players jumping for the basketball and and five Georgia players just standing there watching. I, there was no effort out of this team to get rebounds. We were obviously outclassed. This is the best rebounding team in the SEC. We, this is a not an official, that is an official st- statistical uh, ranking. Uh, Mississippi State's the best rebounding team in the SEC. Unofficial, just eyeball test ranking. We uh-huh. are the worst rebounding team in the NCAA. Uh, and all so of, all of collegiate sports. It was a mismatch. Um, the Duke women's lacrosse team rebounds better than we do, so I agree with you. All of collegiate sports. All uh, of collegiate sports. I, I was right in my assessment. I did not misspeak on that one. No. Um, it, it was a mismatch of epic proportions. Um, we're going to talk more about it. We're going to kind of get into maybe a few of the details, but really look at the big picture moving forward for this basketball team uh, when we come back. All right, big picture. This was a depressing, depressing, deplorable effort. Um, but Daniel, does that does that sully your outlook going forward? Does this change? Does this game hinder, help, doesn't help, keep the trajectory the same? So let me take that off the table. Surely doesn't help. We're one and no. three in the conference now. We're eleven and six overall. This team is just you. Just look at the last few games. This team is. The the best yeah. word I can use to describe this team is inconsistent, and it is not minor inconsistencies. Uh, it we are wildly inconsistent. Um, I'm just going to rattle off a few of these games for you. The Dayton game, Clint. Okay. Um, uh, we lost eighty to sixty one. First game in Hawaii, as you might recall, um, laid a total egg in that game. Absolutely got blown out. Hundred percent. The next game was against Michigan State. Everybody remembers Anthony Edwards scored 33 points in the second half. We had a huge second half run, came back in that game, only lost the game by eight. Anthony Edwards scored 37 points. But the first half of that game, Clint, we got Uh absolutely waxed. Absolutely did not show up whatsoever. Fast forward a few games to the Arizona State game. 20-point loss on the road to Mm. Arizona State. Fast forward a few more games to the Auburn game. 22-point loss to Auburn on the road. Got greased by the grease monkey himself, Bruce Pearl. And now skip ahead to tonight. A 32-point loss. 32-point loss mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a team that mm-hmm. was 1-3 in SEC play coming into tonight. Clint. I'm not, here's what I'm going to say about those losses. You could tell me, other than maybe Arizona State, those are good teams. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we've said losses. on this podcast. That's what uh-huh. we've said on this podcast. Arizona State on the road, even Mississippi State on the road, Auburn on the road, nothing to scratch your head out. Michigan State is a po- potential Final Four team. Dayton is a potential Final Four team yes. this year. Uh, those are all quality losses. Here's the problem, Clint. 
we couldn't have beaten on those nights the way we played, we couldn't have beaten anybody in the country. No. It's not the team that we played that did us in. It's how our team played that did us in. And that's what makes me the most nervous moving forward, Clint, is because it just so happens we were playing good teams. But if we come out and play like that, that we did tonight, against any team in the SEC, we're losing that game. Yeah, this if you were to take the record unto itself without the box scores, without going down the actual end result, you could say, okay, hey, that's kind of what we expected. We got a win in there. It was a tough stretch. So be it. Wow, we won at Memphis. This is incredible. Um, but you and I, uh, Braves fans, baseball fans, uh, in baseball, if you have a run differential and you're in the positive, but you have a negative mm-hmm. record, you're below 500, but you have, you know, 40 more runs than the other team, you're just... You, bad luck is coming your way you know just yeah. a couple of close games uh our point differential is not that we are not below 500 in in play in a baseball team with more runs than all the other teams we played we are getting blown out playing horribly down these stretches so it's not just the losses record unto itself indicate hey we're on the right track it's the way we're losing and it's in a fashion that is uh doesn't boost any confidence or hope for any tournament, much less just getting out of the regular season with a winning record. Yeah. Tuesday night at Kentucky, we're losing that game. Let's move on. Yep. Um, home against Ole Miss okay. at Missouri, home against Texas A&M. Oh. I'm going to tell you right now, if this team doesn't go 3-0 and in those games, we are not making the NCAA tournament. You Period. said that last week, too. This was the stretch that was very important to you, to get I, up and above our record to a respectable position. I did. And again, I want to say big picture, we said in this six-game stretch, Memphis, Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky. We said in that six-game stretch before we went into it, if we get two wins out of the six, we're still okay. We have not killed ourselves. Well, we've got our two wins, and that's all we're going to get because Kentucky's mm. going to beat us on – so they're not going to beat us by 32 points like Mississippi State is tonight, but Kentucky is going to beat us on Saturday. The only game all season that we've lost when we have not laid an egg was against Kentucky at home. Kentucky's just a better team than us. We don't match up well with them. Inside, we don't have what it takes to stop their bigs. And, and so they're going to beat us at Rupp Arena. We will have two wins. The problem is the way we've looked in these six games has made me afraid that it's not it doesn't take a quality team to beat us all it takes is anthony edwards not being good because that boy gonna shoot clint like he's gonna go ahead and get up them shots Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. not shy whatsoever and so if he's not hitting shots um this team's not very good because there's no confidence they're not playing fast they're not playing loose uh, things that we've said before that three-game stretch is absolutely critical. But, I mean, you look forward at the schedule, Clint. I can see us. We have one win in the conference right now. I can see a world where this team wins five SEC games this year. Oh, no. And you wouldn't be wrong in most assessments. I, I, I could see a scenario where they win you know, eight or nine as well. But you got to win those three, and then you got to win some games at home against teams that are on par with you or a little better than you. And then you got to get 
somebody like Texas A&M or Vanderbilt on the road as well. And so um, it's a tough. It's gonna be an. It's gonna be an interesting. I'm not. I'm not writing this team off. Um, but I. I am disappointed by what I've seen the inconsistency over the last few games Clint. this is an important juncture in our fandom this this is a crucial stretch to see how excited we become for the end of the year how excited we become even for next year and um and the players who are coming back as well as ant-man uh this is this is tough this is the this this is it right here next couple of games are gonna tell this us is a it. lot this uh, is it. daniel did you know what? something about our podcast T- tell me something about our podcast, Clint. I love to learn. You well, I I do instruct you quite often. I educate quite you o- as well as the people. Quite often, educate educate me here, Clint. Uh, I'll educate you. Um, I don't know if you've heard uh, the fine establishments that's been on Locked On Podcasts, specifically Locked On Bulldogs, and have been asking our listeners and fans to go ahead and pick up the phone or pick up uh, a keyboard, get on there. Uh, websites and get some business going their way. Have you heard these ads, Daniel, that's been on the podcast? You're before? talking about advertisers. Is that I what you're talking about? about you're talking about yeah. Fanta- yeah, there's um, advertisers on every show. We're uh, honored and happy to have people kind of kind of come along. What what is what makes you bring this up though, Clint? Is there is there something you're something well, you're trying to I, get out here? If I had a business, if I had a product that I wanted people to get, and specifically if I wanted Georgia basketball, Georgia football, uh, young men, young women, uh, middle-aged men who like cigars and whiskey, um, you know, if, if these are the types of people, old, grumpy golfers who want nothing to do but yell at Todd Munkin for not running the football more. That's right. Run the ball, uh, Todd. Run the ball, Todd. Um, if... Uh, if that's if you have a product or a business that you want these people to listen to and hear about, uh, Daniel, we have an opportunity for our listeners to get in on the pod and become advertisers of the show and have their product, their business pushed by you and I on the Locked On podcast. Yeah, we we get advertisers obviously from all over. If you listen to the pod, then you know. But if you're listening and you want to advertise your business on the show, uh, specifically to Georgia fans, um, then we would love to have a conversation with you about what that would look like. Maybe you have a, a business in Athens. Maybe you have a business that's entirely online. Maybe you have a business that's all over the place. Um, whatever that looks like for you, we would love to talk to you about the details of, of what it would look like um, uh, to explore advertising with us. So if you want to do that, you can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com um, uh, and just introduce yourself and we'll start up a conversation. But we would love to hear from you and uh, have you advertise on the show. We would. All right, Daniel, we got one more little little nugget to talk about. Munkin. Hello. Munkin. Okay, Daniel, I have to I have to stop, and I want to congratulate you and congratulate me. If I can, okay. for just a little moment, take my hand and start getting little way back. Little pats on the back a, here. Little pats yep. on the back. Um, this this offseason, uh, we said mm-hmm. two things. One, we're not winning the national championship with James Coley as offensive coordinator. Point Correct. two. Correct. We said Kirby needs people that will look at him in a film room and say, sir, we're not doing that. And, and push back and challenge a little bit. Okay? Yep. Uh, well, here's what Kirby went out and did. He said, James, why don't you just, why don't you office out of Miami? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just take, here, you have the helicopter. I don't need it. You, you take mm-hmm. it. You just office out of Miami, sit down there the whole time, and I'm going to go find two ex-head coaches that yep. know how to speak well into mm-hmm. 
into what I will call alpha males, just the, the head honchos, and challenge them a little bit. And that's exactly what Kirby went and did, Daniel. My goodness. I, if I could, let me just take your congratulatory efforts and be the first to admit personally that I also said Kirby would in no way, shape, or form do that this offseason. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up. I was going to let I you do this. I believe the words that I used were over my dead body. I, will, I, Kirby, will Kirby actually do this thing? Um, but you know what? Uh, credit where credit is due, Kirby went out and did it. He went out and now remains to be seen what exactly he went out and did. Remains to be seen how much pushback Kirby's going to be willing to take. Remains to be seen how many draws we run on third and 18 Please don't. this coming season. Please don't. Uh, but this, you have to. If you're going to read anything into this Todd Munkin hire, uh-huh. you have to read that Kirby is willing to change. That Kirby looked at the offense last year and, and came to the exact same conclusion you did. Georgia fan, which is this is not going to get it done. And that's a positive thing because, again, Kirby has more class and dignity um, than any of us would like him to at times, and he's never going to come out in a press conference and throw his staff under the bus, much less maybe the best recruiter on his staff who he really wants to keep and who, Georgia fan, you really want to be a coach in this program, yes, James you Coley. Do. Yes, you do. Uh, you just don't want him calling no plays. That's the thing. Kirby's never going to come out in a press conference and throw him under the bus like we all basically begged him to last year. But what he is going to do is, uh, is demote him to position coach and hire an outside offensive coordinator that has a history of running a scheme that is safe to say counter to the overall brand philosophy of the university of georgia for the past 20 plus years oh absolutely daniel um this the description of todd munkin can only be described as explosive vertical playmakers in space um not not absent the run as we've said a million times and we'll say again a million times uh, you can have a power running game and a spread offense Two things can be true at the same time, okay? Uh, and that's exactly what's going to happen. So I, I don't know if it'll be, quote, air raid. I don't know if Georgia fan, you'll look at this and say, oh, we have an air raid offense. I have no idea. I do know you and I will look at this offense and say it is different for the better. That that much I know with absolute certainty. I sincere, Man, I sincerely hope so. <laughs> because if it's not, ugh. oh. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I just I the there's part of me that wants to jump on board. There's part of me that just needs to verbalize. Okay. That we heard a lot of things about how much different James Coley was gonna be than Jim Cheney. We heard a lot of things about Jim Cheney. James Coley is now no longer under the thumb of Jim Cheney and what kind of changes he's gonna to make to the offense. What kinds of things James Coley is going to want to do in the off? It's easy to talk about new coordinators as if they are the end-all, be-all of everything. That's true. We've said, we've said many times on the podcast, everyone's least favorite person 
in Athens, Georgia, is the offensive coordinator at the University of Georgia. Always has been, always will be. Guess who everyone's favorite person is? The offensive coordinator who just got hired to replace the last offensive coordinator. That's everyone's favorite person. So let's let it play out on the field. But I think, and we'll get into more of this as we get into later in the week, but I think what you've seen at Oklahoma State, what you saw even a little bit at Southern Miss when he was calling plays, what you saw Mm -hmm. obviously from the NFL and Tampa Bay and his role with Cleveland in this last year, some of the schemes and and personnel that he's bringing, Georgia needs to run a true pro-style offense. And a true pro-style offense throws the ball more than it runs the ball. Period. That's it. Clint, I ask you now, as we as we wrap up Monday's show, will Georgia throw the ball more than they run the ball in this coming football season? Um, can I take RPOs out of the equation? I mean, I guess, sure. Okay, yes, we will. We will call more pass plays than yes. run plays this season. Yes, I think if you're going to say that something changed at offensive at offensive coordinator, that has to be the baseline that you're operating out of. Because if it if we don't, then really what we did is we brought in a guy who knows passing concepts for the thirty percent of the time when we pass the ball, anyway. Yep. Uh, and that's not going to get it done. No, I don't think. not at all. So not at all. We we uh, shall see. We're going to come back, although we are, we're not done with this, Daniel. There's more meat on the bone with oh, the coaching plenty staff. Plenty more monkey makeup. to get into. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why that sounded like you said mutton to get into. Just mutton well, chops. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind a, just a nice piece of mutton, but I'm not. that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, no, we're going to come back tomorrow and talk coaching staff a little bit more, offensive philosophy with the Georgia football program. Uh, come back, listen to us for that. Share the podcast, rate the podcast, download, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you.